Hello. Hello. What's, What's up, man? Man, this computer oh, is being extremely slow. I feel you, dude. My lighters just ran out. I had two lighters, and they both just ran out. I'm like, damn. What? <laughs> Horrible yeah, timing. That's weird. Oh, I got a few, I got a few hits in. It's all good. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's, that is good. Whatever, man. I'll just get it later. Or if Dennis comes on, I'll sneak off to the store real quick. I've already thought about all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. So how's your week been? I'm going to get some Irish crickets in here real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been all right. Like, I think last week I forgot to mention a, a, another one of those weed thing happened at work where it was like, this wasn't this, wasn't this past week. The week before, I forgot to mention on the podcast, but but uh, yeah, someone complained that I was smoking out front again, and then uh, oh. luckily the manager who was on duty smokes too and is cool, and was just like, just do it in the back from now on. Like there, <laughs> people are ridiculous that they come in and tell on you. She was saying all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, wow. I know, but it's retail. Like you should expect some some employees doing drugs and shit. It's retail. Yeah, working anywhere, dude. Shit. It's tough working nowadays. Now there's so much taxes are so high to take out so much out of your check. It's crazy. Oh yeah, dude. Food's so expensive. It's yeah. It's. it's, it's it's just everything's too expensive and jobs don't pay what they used to and it's just a big scam. Right. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark I was watching uh, Mark Passio was live today and he was all fired up. He was like screaming like crazy. <laughs> he was uh just going off. He's like, people are ignorant and they're not learning anything. <laughs> I'm like, Yep. <laughs> I know. Oh, Sorry, I feel uh, I feel super tired. So Sundays we've been doing, we've been doing. Did you work today? Of course, always. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I did we've been doing full band practice on Sundays, noon to two o'clock, and uh, man, I guess it just kind of takes it out of me. <laughs> I tried no, to get it. No, yeah. don't, dude. When we do our, our we, we have one choir rehearsal a week for two and a half hours. I'm so drained. Even by the break time, we go on break usually like 8.30. We, we, okay. Uh, practice from like 7 to 9.30. But, dude, Dang. after a rehearsal, you're, you're just like beat. Like, you're just fucking beat. You're like this is crazy that I put myself through this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, all this for art is really interesting. Art is so hard. <laughs> I know what everybody who doesn't do art and it e even criticizes all the pop groups that got all big and this like, like imagine dragons. Everyone always rips on them. Like whatever, it's fine. But they also did a, a big thing with their life that super hard. So, <laughs> Heck yeah, yeah! It is not easy. <laughs> no, art is hard, dude. 
I, I've fucking been trying this shit for 20 years, and it's it, it's just because you don't know what's gonna work. You don't have a see. You could have you could have yeah. confidence. You could be an arrogant asshole. You could be whatever, a super ego person. You don't know if your shit's going to work or not, or how people are going to take it. Yeah, exactly. On its own. And you're singing, too. That's so, I, I can imagine that probably does take it a lot out, a lot out of you. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, and the professional Elmhurst shit. Oh, man. It's just. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to be like. Uh, Clean cut and like professional, and you can't cuss. Probably, I'm sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if you cussed at choir practice, everybody would probably like turn around and give it, you know, look at you sideways. <laughs> oh. oh, he cussed during choir. <gasps> I know, I just can't believe there's people out there like that, but there sure are. <laughs> just like uh, people, people at your, at your job, you know, yeah, like they love. Like, a lot of them love being a slave. Like, they right. love being a slave. That's where I'm going to be indifferent with people my whole life because I've never wanted to work one regular job my whole life, and I've had so many, it's it's just absurd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah, people just, uh, they're attached. They're attached to their comfort. They don't want to change their consciousness or their ideologies, so they just stay attached in this box, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the, the etymology of religion is to to thwart from forward progress. It comes from the word uh, relegare. Actually, let me do a... Let me do an old search here. <laughs> yeah, people just love it. I, it blows my mind. I know they love, even my own parents are like, well, you should get a sat- sense of satisfaction like after a shift of work. And I'm like, I get a uh, sense of fuck this after a shift of work. <laughs> Hell I guess, yeah. I guess we are not the same. I, mean, I guess we are not the same. Yeah. It's just-, Dude, it's just like the questions you get asked. Like, I need a manager by my side to answer these questions. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, you didn't train me on this shit. I don't know. It's it's too nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's what the – we. I know we've talked about this before, but that's kind of what jobs do. They really just throw you throw, – they throw you in the, fire, the frying pan and expect you to get out, <laughs> basically. Yeah, make it safely home so you can come back tomorrow. Because they never... Oh What's up, Dennis? Hey, to much, you? Oh, just the usual. Same old. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you be... Did I get here late? How long, how long have you been here? Oh, it's just seven minutes. Seven minutes. You know, you're fine. You're fine. We're not really, we're not really talking about much. Just the same old <laughs> job <laughs> bullshit. Heck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these companies don't—they don't want to spend that much time training you or anything like that. It's a, you know, it's a waste of resources for quote unquote training. But uh, it's man, well, it's, just, it's just how they want to cut corners. It's just a sick thing. Yeah, like, it's a masochistic thing to cut corners. Like 
fuck you when you're cutting corners? Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how, like, my mom got fired after, five, I think it was five years she got fired? Yeah. Because she made so much money, she hit like she made a lot more money than most of the people. Because I mean, she's been there longer than most of the people there, so she she earned her raises. But uh, you know, after they fired her, Jasmine keeps telling me that that they're like, "Oh man, we're really understaffed," and and Jasmine's just scratching her head like, "Then why are you firing people?" <laughs> like, <laughs> no, and that, that's how it is everywhere. The, the the decisions that are being made by management <laughs> and stuff are just off the charts. You're like, I can't believe you're making that kind of decision, but but you are like, yeah, it's nuts, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just hard to take seriously. And then you get this small amount of money and you're like, this is a high school kid's job. Like, <laughs> Right, yeah, you're supposed to be satisfied with your, you know, you're like, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're with your peanuts, you know, like <laughs> yeah, with your peanuts, you're supposed to just be all jolly and positive and, and, and overcome. Dude, all the older generation says is you just gotta overcome it. Oh, you just gotta overcome it. Just gotta overcome it. Well, <laughs> overcome, overcome what? It's a fucking illusion. Right, you gotta overcome slavery. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like the hardest. That, it's like easier to get famous than to overcome slavery. Like, <laughs> right. And sometimes, you know, I already mentioned Mark Passio, but one thing he talks before he said they're they're basically house slaves. You know, <laughs> when you have a when you have a a house and a car, and you you know you have a quote unquote good job, you make you know. Uh, Forty to sixty thousand dollars a year. I don't even know if that's worth anything nowadays. But <laughs> it's like you get all that stuff. You're basically just a, a a house slave because you might not see your chains that are attached to you, but they're still there. And um, the more you, you own, know, the more you got to upkeep. Yeah, the house requires upkeep. And Fixing it, and you don't really own it because they can take it if you don't pay your house taxes. Exactly. Yep. Rent the taxes. Paid, really. Just, yep. <laughs> the the feudalism. Yeah. Yeah. They say they say like own versus rent, but really everybody's just still renting. Still renting. Even if, yeah. Even if you owe or you own, I should say. I'm sorry, not owe. Own. Uh, yeah, it's still renting. <laughs> yeah, and that that's uh the. The illusion on YouTube, this YouTuber, he always says, uh, we are not renters of this planet. You know, like, we were born here, there's a reason we're here, but uh, people just refuse to look at that stuff. You know, like we said earlier, they just love sitting inside their box and, you know, stay in the comfortable place because, uh, you know, paying taxes and being an immoral piece of trash is, is just the, the normality of most... It's the norm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the norm, you know, be well-adjusted to an extremely sick and disgusting society. That's what, you know, that's what people really are. They're just well-adjusted to insanity. And it, yeah. it's... Get conditioned your whole life, right? Conditioned, yes. Thank you, I love that word. Think it's normal and you don't realize everyone's else going along with it and you question it you know i'm a slave i gotta eat you know i gotta pay this thing got money just for food and water and shelter it's something wrong here but they all just yeah it's nothing wrong it's because they're just conditioned 
Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just like Morpheus says, there's something wrong with your life. You can feel it when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. <laughs> it's really not funny, but then, you know, it's the, it's the world being pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Man, this, those words are so powerful. And it's, yeah, like, again, what Mark says all the time, there's nothing new under the sun. And people think that, uh, you know, they're just going to keep doing this this thing every day just keep being a cog in this in the machine you know like pink floyd welcome to the machine just just be another brick in the wall and and things are going to change right <laughs> i can't even say it out loud without laughing no i know what you mean because it's just so ridic ridiculous that the majority believes in all this bullshit it's just i and then they claim they're real smart individuals and it's like I don't know, the smart individual wouldn't get caught up in all this. <laughs> right. Heck yeah. And then, you know... Program today? Oh, yeah, he was... Uh, I was telling Matt, he was super fired up today. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, he's just... He's so right. He's just after... And, yeah, he's been doing... He said he's he's been doing it for 17 years. And the human race has basically made no progress. I mean, how many how many podcasters are out there talking about morality like he does? How many how many podcasters are, are breaking down words and telling their audience to study linguistics and learn, you know, learn the word sorcery and and take your power back? How many like there's not just not a whole lot of people out there talking about the, these things. No, it's really crazy that uh, the majority doesn't know any of this stuff or isn't into it or anything. It's heck yeah, and all the you know popular ones. Everybody always mentions Joe Rogan, but all, there's also even to mention other YouTube channels like Hot Ones. The the people eat wings, and you know like the the celebrities just set their mouth on fire and go through a trail of pain. <laughs> but, you know, none of these people end up talking about morality or. or it's ah god it just drives me nuts well there it's was exhausting. that interview in in the chat about that Owen benjamin was going on and on about arguing with that guy about natural law you saw that one right oh i didn't watch that one i watched the, i did watch the cop one <clears throat> yeah so, I, I did a little i uh, put i put it on my on the website what on earth is happening wtf with my with my own commentary oh okay Owen benjamin cool He's arguing and fighting with that guy tooth and nail, trying to justify government and their violence and, and their oh, slavery. No. And it's all good. And we pay for the service of the violence they do. The only reason you own your house is because the government says you can and they enforce it with violence. And we pay for that service. And so the yep. and taxes you pay are all justified. It's just reality. Just deal with that. Blah, blah, blah. He's going on with all these stupid arguments. And I just, just deal with it. I blast him. I put, it, I put a, the interview along with my own commentary on the. What others is happening. WTF. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Check out the commentary. Um, yeah. So we were getting into some green language earlier, and uh, Mark Passio he said during his show he said that people are are adults, and I was like, is that a word? So I looked it up, and it's uh, the word dolt, D-U-L-T is a Scottish word for a dull, stupid person. 
<laughs> it says a dolt or a dunce. <laughs> so, so then if you, you know, like a lot of people put pressure on their children, you know, one of the things you always hear, you like, you got to grow up sometime. You got to be adult sometime. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure Matt, you've heard if you had a nickel for, if, if Matt had a nickel for every time he heard, <laughs> every time he heard that, you got to be an adult. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But, so it's really. I, but again, I can't believe these people follow this shit. Like, first, yeah. you're, first you're a baby, then you're a child, then you're a teenager, then you're an adult. It's like, whatever. <laughs> There's some part of that line where we messed up. We got to go back. <laughs> No, we don't. They messed up, but they're gonna tell us we messed up, and they're gonna right. mess with our, they're gonna mess with our egos, is what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. So then, if you if you listen to the word, right? Uh, if you listen to the word adult, it's like a break the word down. A put a space in it. Even if you look at the definition, it's a dot adult. So when somebody says you need to be an adult, they're saying that you need to be a dull stupid person <laughs> and people just like you know people don't like listen to words you know it's Dude, right man, there that's really funny man like <laughs> i know and what is every just about except for a few cool parents that'll like smoke pot with their kids or whatever like <laughs> most parents are just like you have to grow up and if you don't grow up by the time when they expect you to grow up, ooh, then there's big problems. And I'm definitely yeah. in that category. I'm in that category where, like, it took forever for me to even get an apartment. It was nuts. Yeah, it's I, all the word games. They all the neuro-linguistic programming. It's amazing how it affects the mind. Neuro-linguistic programming. Yes. Write that one down, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Neurolinguistic programming. It's uh, words define, like, they affect how we think, not really what we think creates the words, right? It's what the words create how we think is the idea. It's the word magic, the spells, and the subconscious picks things up, but you don't pick it all up consciously, right? And they can cast spells. Mm -hmm. Yep. Someone was giving me a, a joke the other day. Like it's a, here's a play on words here for you. So you so you've got a pasture, right? Picture a pasture, and okay. there's 30, 30 cows in the pasture. There's thirty cows, twenty eight chickens. How many didn't? How many didn't? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, there's a pasture, and thirty cows are in the pasture. So thirty cows in the pastures, twenty eight chickens. How many didn't? Two. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it again. I'll say it differently. This is this is the the word game, right? So there's a pasture, thirty cows, twenty eight chickens. How many didn't? <laughs> you got me. I don't know, man. I don't understand this one. So thirty cows, twenty. Eight chickens. How many didn't? Two. Oh no! I three. Thirty cows. Twenty cows. Eight chickens. How many didn't? Ten cows. 
<laughs> you, you get it? That—that's that, a brain buster. <laughs> if you say it yeah. a certain way, like your subconscious picks it up. There's something strange in what he's saying, but you don't quite get it, right? Thirty cows, right, exactly. chickens. Thirty wow. cows, twenty chickens. How many didn't? It doesn't make sense <laughs> until you that's break so it down. That's so interesting. <laughs> so ten, twenty, eight, yeah. eight the chickens. So you got ten cows that didn't eat the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's man my brain is like tongue-tied right now <laughs> here's one i made up here's one i made up so when i say this phrase what do i mean i can't bury your shit what am i saying hmm what would you normally think i'm saying when i say i can't bury your shit um, like you can't take care of somebody else's responsibilities. No, I'm saying I can't take your little shit, shove it up a bear's ass, or I'll get killed. You can't bear your shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Word games. Heck yeah! And that's what the that's since we were talking about green language, that's what the police do. I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but. It's really important. So when a police officer says you're under arrest, he's not saying you're under arrest. He's saying you are under duress, D-U-R-E-S-S. -S. You are under threats, violence, constraints, or other action brought to bear on someone to do something against their will or better judgment. Yeah. And then in the, uh, the example sentence is confessions extracted under duress. So yeah, it's the, it's the same thing. You are under arrest. You are under duress. <laughs> and duress, like it's all contract law. So con mm -hmm. duress voids a contract. So if they say you're under arrest, right, right away, they're it's voiding the contract of allowing yourself to be arrested by them. Because as a sovereign, you just, no, yep. no human has the right under natural law to in inflict violence on you to arrest you physically or accost you, right? Yep. That's one of the tricks when they read yeah. out through your rights to you, you have the right to remain silent and blah, 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 blah. Do you understand? You say, well, yeah, I understand. Okay. You're standing under my authority to consent to be arrested is how they interpret that. Oh. Yeah, you just consented to, for them violently arresting you. You, you. you should say, I don't understand. And then they'll say, well, what don't you understand? I hear what you're saying, but I don't <laughs> understand. I don't stand under your authority. I do not consent to you arresting me. That's what you should say. It's one of the little tricks, and it's a well-known trick among cops, right? Wow. Or That's games. deep. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Man, you took it to a whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need Dennis, because that's what he does. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, it's all uh, contract laws, how they use it, and all the tricks they'll play to get jurisdiction on you, right? get you to consent to a contract to be under their jurisdiction and mm -hmm. rested or whatever it's uh, even just pulling over you're you're acquiescing consenting to their authority by just pulling over but you know if you don't they're gonna shoot at you or run you off the road i mean call roadblock on you yeah it's all stupid right as soon as you pull over you're under duress <laughs> because it's threat if you don't you know it's gonna happen so that voids the contract right there it's all contradictory nonsense yeah that's the truth 
as soon as they come to the door, you should say, I reserve all my rights as a, as a man or a woman. Or what, and uh, the only reason I pulled over is because I'm under duress. I know if you didn't, I didn't, you'd shoot at me or run me off the road. That avoid the, con verbally avoiding the contract right there. I don't consent to any oh. I only pulled over because I'm under duress and, uh, you know, I reserve all my rights as a living man. Nice. And then, yeah. And then you should record it, of course, because if you don't record it, if you don't have a can, dash cam, it didn't happen, they'll lie. So have it all yeah. recorded. So if it goes to court, mm -hmm. then you're supposed to honor that because if you're a living man, it's not you're not that fictional corporation, the birth certificate or your driver's license. So as a living man, you've done nothing wrong in our natural law. You haven't actually caused harm. They have no cause to even pull you over. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, Santos Bernacci says, that you're not you're not operating a vehicle. You're not, uh, you're not, what did he say? Driver's um, license is a commercial license to operate a vehicle. Yeah. You're, you don't have a driver's license and you're not driving because that you're saying you're engaged in commercial business. I'm traveling in my, yes. private, I'm traveling in my private property. Yes. Traveling. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. You nailed it. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> but if you even have a plate on your car, you're submitting to their jurisdiction by, by registering your vehicle, right? So that's another trick. You shouldn't it's register. You don't have to. It's your private property. But if you don't, you know they're going to pull you over all the time and hassle you, right? right. Of course, you don't have a plate on there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jeez. What a, man, what so a many... You're just fucked no matter what. Like, it's true. It's like yeah. you, can't, you can't evade a scene because have... it's going to be even worse than if you just stop and pull over and consent. <laughs> That's Chris crazy. Exactly. Submit to my will. <laughs> I know. We're, like, supposed um, love, we're supposed to be so grateful to be alive, submitting people's will left and right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's just uh, to bring it back to the Matrix, um, you know, it's like when Morpheus is in the container and he looks over and he sees all the asleep people and he takes all these hooks out of them. You know, it's like they have all these invisible chains. License plates, uh, you know, you're, they put you under duress. They uh, all capital letters on your license. Uh, you know, you're under maritime amnesty law. You're under their, uh, uh, like what Dennis said earlier. You're you're under their protection, so therefore they have like you know authority over here, <laughs> quote unquote. They have quote unquote authority. Yeah, there's, I, there's, they, there's assumptions and presumptions under law that you're agreeing to be hassled by them or arrested by, by certain trick words and things you do by your actions or, or what you say, you're consenting to their authority, acquiescing to their authority. Right. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, <clears throat> I remember a presentation where Mark Passio broke down the word jurisdiction. It comes from Latin, um, from use or your J U R. Uh, it says law and, uh, Dictio or desere? I think I hope I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's it's saying it says it says so you're saying law you're speaking law into existence, right? <laughs> Which Juris, is that, law, you know, diction is words, diction law, yeah, law words, making words with your law, yeah, you know, making law right. with words, yeah, and and that that's just going against nature to put it to put it <laughs> simply. I mean that's. <laughs> That's not in alignment with uh, with nature, with natural law. Right. You can make your your own jurisdiction, right? Be your own sovereign in your yes. 
and you have no rulers, no archons, no rulers. You're a ruler over yourself. If you're truly sovereign, then you make jurisdiction for yourself. You make your own law with your own words. They apply to you. But unfortunately, in relations with other people, there does require some communication, honest, open communication, and genuine agreement with full disclosure. But they warp all that mm -hmm. into their contract laws and then make their assumptions and presumptions in law, right? Heck yeah. And the That's system of admiralty law, you're guilty until proven innocent. We, we watch TV, those shows all the time, you're innocent. Oh, until proven yeah. Innocent. That's the same. No, you're guilty until proven innocent. And the proof is, if wow. you don't show up to court, what do they do? Put a warrant. Put a warrant yeah. out. So, yeah. Well, they convict you in absentia. You're guilty until proven innocent, right? You don't show up for that speed ticket or whatever it was. They oh, I see. So the whole system's based on you're guilty until proven innocent. But they try to brainwash you. Say, no, no, you're innocent until proven guilty. No, that's bullshit. Not how it works in real life, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I found one more lighter that has a little juice left. <laughs> that's awesome hell yeah so, stoners never the thing about you have the advantage as an artistic creative type <laughs> if you're a stoner because stoners always find a way it's the truth heck yeah yeah we always find <laughs> we always find a way to flex our rights damn it i know because we've been taking, <laughs> because Right, because we, our rights have been taken away from us our whole life, and mm -hmm. and until we die, as we're seeing as we get older and older, more and more stuff gets taken away. Man, yeah, I mean, just uh, just looking at the the simple fact that uh, you know, you can uh, you cross one imaginary line and you can purchase THC legally recreationally, and you won't be fined, you won't be messed with in any capacity but then you cross that imaginary line and you can literally go to jail for it's crazy the yeah. same the same plant it's uh i mean that says it all right there and people still refuse to wake up i mean in, indiana's insane because michigan it's legal well i think minnesota's yeah. weird about it too actually i think minnesota's weird about it too but michigan's legal obviously here in illinois it's legal Mm -hmm. um in ohio i don't know about ohio i'm not sure if it's legal there it's uh i believe it's it's definitely legal for medicinal okay it's not recreational though but yeah still yeah that's another example i mean oh it's uh if you're dying and you if we've put we've pumped a bunch of uh you know chemicals if you get cancer we pumped a bunch of chemicals into you then you can smoke weed when you're uh you know you have two weeks to live and that's okay but <laughs> like what? Oh, dude! I know. I was told this stuff was the worst stuff. Like, I in high school, I wasn't one of the kids that did it because my my parents and other parents would make me so afraid of this thing called marijuana. And it's just like once I once I eventually tried it, I'm like, this is the most harmless shit on the planet. Yeah, you become so happy and you, you start smiling and, and enjoying your life a little bit. But uh, they don't want that. You know, God forbid. God forbid you sit down and, and, and ingest a plant and enjoy your life, you know, for a couple hours. But it's, so, it's still more socially acceptable to go to a bar and slam a bunch of beers. It's just, it's insane to me. Yep. I don't know. 
I know I don't drink anymore, so I'm on the other side. Like, I get it, but, like, it, I can't believe how long I drank and gave into that system because that system is so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, still, but, well, you're conscious enough to, like, when you drank, you never got behind the wheel of a vehicle, did you? Oh, no, I did a couple times, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I still, like, I, most of the time you rode, rode your bike, for, for my impression. Oh, yeah. No, I did a lot, yeah. Uh, when I was growing up, my dad would get, he would get absolutely blackout drunk and he would drive his car like all over town and he would get pulled over and like, you know, mom would come home and tell us like, oh, he got pulled over. He, he. The only thing that would happen was he would just get a ticket and that was it. He never like hardly ever went to jail. They almost, they almost always like let him slide. It's just so weird. You know, when it goes back to the thing, um, uh, there's a court case that Larkin Rose mentions in his book, uh, Warren versus the District of Columbia. Um, it was a court case that deemed the police, it's not the police's job to protect us. It's the police's job to uphold uh, man's law, basically, for, <laughs> I forget, for, um, to put it differently, you know, to hold up man's law and to uh, get funds for the state, get funding for the state. Oh no, I've seen a video. I've seen a video on that serve and protect thing. That whole thing with police is made up. It's made up. It's just, it's just like this shit is. They're just assholes driving. Come on, they have a way different car than everybody else. They carry a gun. I mean, in some states, you have concealed carry, whatever. That's fine. But, I mean, they, they're, they're at more of an advantage because they have lights on their car and, and a gun. And I don't know, man. It's, they're a gang. They're a fucking – the police are one big gang, man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They're the mafia. It's organized crime, you know? Yeah. The police, no, the police are there to protect people. They're there to protect the rulers, their boss, the government. Right, right, right. They protect yep. the establishment, but they protect the system. They protect their the politicians who pay them, not the public so much. That's what they want you to think. Yep, it's just like the feudalism I mentioned earlier. It's uh, they're they're being paid to protect their uh, you know, like their funding. I guess you could say, <laughs> you know, so they get to they get to sit on their throne over a huge pile of gold like a hoarding dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like a just serpent when they're just hanging out in a parking lot or something and you're thinking this guy's probably getting at least like 80 grand right now a year and he's right. just like babysitting the they're like they're like evil babysitters that's what they yeah are. exactly it's a babysitter <laughs> <laughs> babysit. and uh that's another thing that you know freedom speakers all the time they talk about that how how they have power that us as individuals can't do on a you know at all like if if what if we went and sat in the middle of a median on a highway and if we felt like somebody was going over the speed limit a little bit too much we put a siren on our on our you know and like started uh, citizens arresting people and arresting people and throw let's say you throw them in like the trunk of your car you arrest them because you thought they were they were going too fast and they got a little violent 
Yeah, it's all uh, fictional, right? It's in, they, they declare by fiat, like their fiat money system or their fiat laws. Yeah, they have special rights to do that, police. No, no, they don't. Under natural law, they don't. Exactly. Yeah, they have uh, they have the quote-unquote authority to kidnap people and extort their funds. But as an individual, if you do that, you are you are deemed a a kidnapper and a thief <laughs> you know but if the police do it they're just uh you know they're just doing their job it's <laughs> they're just uh you know they're yeah, just trying to yeah. get some yeah, and then they always say that, <laughs> they always say that i'm just doing my job they always say that shit. just following orders just doing my job yeah the nerve I'm just following orders. orders yeah yeah following orders yeah, yeah. Yeah, if God. I go to business and I go in there and I say, you're going to give me 30% of everything you make from here on. Because if you don't, I'm going to kick your ass, you know, and that's, that's called <laughs> Government does it, it's called taxing, taxes. You know? Yep, exactly. It's protection money, protection for me. Ha, ha, ha. It's, a, it's an extortion racket. Yeah. Right. If you go and start a war by bombing, um, you know, go across the pond in England and bomb a certain building, you're viewed as a terrorist. But if the government does it, it, it's viewed as a war, and the innocents' lives that are lost are just deemed as, uh, you know, civilian casualties. Just another, uh, just another victim. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> how many times have they said that kind of stuff? But if an average Joe goes and blows up the, um, what was it, uh, the postal bomber? What did he do? Uh, I forget the one I'm thinking of. Are you talking about the Oklahoma City one? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna look it up. Um, um what's his name? He's Ted Ted Kaczynski or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, a, he, if he does it, it's he's looked at a murdering terrorist. But if the government does it, it's uh, it's totally... just war. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's just war. It's just war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just locker room talk, right? Locker <laughs> room. <laughs> Don't worry about the instant civilians. It's just locker room talk. It's just like, no. Heck yeah. And we're it's... supposed to look up to these people? Hold on, hold on. Let, let me think about that. <laughs> wow. You said we're supposed to look up to these people? Dude, I, I, these I, fucking I, satanic psychopaths. I'm so much yeah. on acid so much, I can't be controlled. These people can go fuck themselves. You're not going to yeah. me. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I want to read this little court decision from the uh, um, the Warren. What did I say? Warren versus District of Columbia. But you know, uh, there's a meme going around that I saw that says, "First they'll criminalize you, and then they'll praise you." And it was a photo of uh, Martin, my man, Martin Luther King, sitting in a jail cell. Wow. Yeah, and uh, to, again. <laughs> Like I, I know I've said this hundreds of times on this podcast by this point, but uh, those who do not study history are doomed to repeat it. And so now, uh, you know, there's this Bob Marley movie coming out, and they did the same thing. You know, they criminalized him, they took him to jail, they tried to kill him multiple times, and then uh, you know, they're like, well, after he died, after they killed him by giving him cancer, they uh, they said, oh, like. He was a legend. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I really fucking love Bob Marley, and what they did to him and his family is absolutely fucking deplorable. Yeah, well, it, a lot of, a lot of but now, to go through, man. I don't know. It's just you know, and like 
the last four or five years, Hollywood has just been pumping out ever since the pandemic. I mean, since before the pandemic, they're just pumping out all these biop movies of these of these celebrities that they criminalized at first. Uh, they basically killed them, and then now they're glorifying them and using them to make more money off of it, just like what they did with Tupac. I mean, they, they, there's countless amounts of celebrities. Tupac, Amy Winehouse, Jim Morrison. Like, <laughs> we've talked about a, a lot of them. Yeah. Jim Morrison. Uh, they, they just, like, record companies star people crazy. Like, even the record companies, though, they drive these people crazy. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's tons of stories. Um, there's the book that I we did a book review called "The Musical Truth" by Mark Devlin, and he gets into all that the really dark disgust of Hollywood. And then there's another book that I'm going to be doing probably in April. I'll have a, the book review put out in April for a book called "Esoteric Hollywood: Sex, Cults, and uh, Symbols in Hollywood" is the name of the book. And uh, yeah, it just gets into a lot of really dark stories. You know, I think I think I believe S one of the esoteric Hollywood books gets gets into the uh, the Joaquin Phoenix and his brother. I uh, forget forget the name of his brother that died. Right. Um. He he overdosed. Of course, it's always an overdose. Uh, overdosed outside of the Roxy in L.A. Which one of my favorite bands. Uh, one of my favorite bands ever called Crass. They have a song called Band Band from the Roxy because <laughs> they actually did get banned from the Roxy. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a good thing. You know, celebrities end up dying right outside the door at that place. Like, I, that's not a venue that I'd want to play personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. You, bands and weirdos. Like to get gigs everywhere. That's just, uh, I don't know. No, but the, the the real question is, I mean, it, I guess it's an obvious answer, but it's like, so so if you're a creative type, do you just deal with bees? Like, it's safer to just stay poor, and because if you, dude, I don't know, man. If you go for that dream, Hollywood can corrupt your ass. No matter how strong mentally you are, Holly, those Hollywood people can corrupt your ass like that like i mean they even got kanye west and like he was a pretty outspoken person and yeah they, I, no, nobody's have you heard anything about kanye west recently no because they're fucking with him that's why <laughs> yep it's just like technology let's bring it yeah let's bring it to nikola tesla and how they killed him you know it's just like technology they uh they <coughs> oh excuse me they have these um they probably have insane technology, you know. Me and Brandon Martin, when we, when Jasmine and I lived at Skatopia, Brandon was telling us about they had technology that that um, they could basically like take your soul. So when you go to jail and you get, you know, let's there's sentences where you you murder somebody, you get like twenty five to life or thirty five to life. Like, what does that even mean? You like you're in jail for life times thirty five. Like how are you? How are you going to possibly keep a person like that in jail? But he was telling us that they have technology where they can they can basically they're working on trying to take your consciousness and they could switch it over to like another uh, like another entity. So they could basically keep your 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 soul or your like your anima mundi to keep going. So then that way, when you do get 
when you get sentenced to something like 25 to life, you're going to be in jail for life. You're going to die. They're going to take your consciousness and implant it into something else. And then you're just going to keep being in jail. Like, <laughs> like they're working on crazy stuff like that. And, um, you know, Mark Passio says that he believes, he believes that, um, what caused the 9-11 was actually Nikola Tesla's technology that, that right. he, he invented and he knew he knew he couldn't release it because, yeah, there's a lot of evil, evil fucking cunts out there who are going to use that technology for, for the worst, you know, for the worst of humanity. You've heard Dr. Right. Judy Wood. She's, that's her theory. Directed energy technology is how they did it. How they did 9-11? Yeah. Because the, the buildings, they were like just turned to dust, right, when they fell. So yeah. it's Dr. Dr. Judy com. She goes into that. She's pretty much proven that it's directed energy technology weapons, right? Wow. She's highly censored. Oh, oh Squirt. I'm live, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Squirt's over here like hacking up, <laughs> coughing. Oh, I am. Animals are nuts. I know. I just wish I could. Oh, that's. You know, sometimes, man. I... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're still slaves too. <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, they gotta put a leash on them, and it's I, I, the whole thing is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Darn it! I was gonna look yeah, that up. Well, let me let me read this out loud. That way, I can close one of these tabs, and maybe the computer will start working better. <laughs> so the the decision of the Warren versus the District of Columbia. I was thinking about reading this whole story, but it's about a burglary. They call the police. Um, the police show up, and um, the police show up, and for fourteen hours, there were captive women. That were uh, uh, us getting into dangerous territory for the internet. They're going to cut us off. Um, captive women <laughs> were R A P E D, robbed, beaten, and forced to commit sexual acts upon one another, and made to submit to the sexual demands of Kent and Morris. Um, and so, basically, the, the decision they everybody went to court. They made a decision in a four to three decision. The District of Columbia Court of appeals affirmed the trials court's dismissal of the complaint against the district of Columbia and individual members of the metropolitan police department based on the public duty doctrine ruling that, uh, and I, uh, it's in quotes, the duty to provide public services is owed to the public at large and absent a special relationship between the police and an individual. No specific legal duty exists. The court thus adopted the trial court's determination that no special relationship existed between the police and uh, and appellants. That's a weird word. And therefore, no specific legal duty existed between the police and the appellants. So the police and the victims? What is appellant? Is that a weird... I've never heard, I've never heard that before. Is that like a weird legal... One of those weird legal terms like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what we talked about earlier. Not a fictional title to get you to accept that you're a, a fiction. You're call yourself an appellant, then they have a, th a, th a jurisdiction over you. 
Wow. Yep. So many not ways. Human. You're not a man or a woman that has sovereign rights. You're just an appellant. A fiction. They can fictions don't have human rights. Oh, they I see. Do whatever they want to you, right? It's like admitting your uh the cop shows your driver's license when he pulls you over. Is this you? Yep, that's me. No, that's a piece of plastic with writing on it. You've just admitted you're a piece of plastic. Now they <laughs> now they just uh, treat you like that. You have no human rights, right? It's the little games, the word games. <laughs> wow, that's deep, dude. <clears throat> and, and yeah, even the license, it's just like we're forced to have a fucking identification yeah. card. What? At all times. Like, what the fuck? So I, I, did, I searched it up. It says, in a person who... Report. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so they have all... Uh, uh, an appellant is basically a victim. Like, that's what I would say. It's a vic- Why don't you just say victim? Like, <laughs> there's a reason. I, I don't know. It's like some, some fancy court word or whatever. It's yeah, just, right. exactly. <laughs> Jurisdiction, authority. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I more people aren't tired of it. That's what drives me nuts about the world right now. Is that more people are? We've all been under authority our whole lives already. Number one, yeah. And people aren't tired of it. There's the the cop that keeps me safe at night. Like that's what they think. <laughs> that reminds me of um uh, my bandmate. He was working on his truck and he was he was fixing the brakes on his truck. So whenever you fix brakes on a truck, uh, it's usually good to go out and test drive the truck around the block to make sure your brakes work. So, <laughs> so um, he said he he said he drove around he drove his truck around the block a couple times, uh, three four times, and the the neighbors called the cops on him for being quote unquote suspicious. He said the cop was cool, but you know still like. Like what we said earlier, he's got the authority. Like he could just pull him over in his own neighborhood on the same block that his house is on to get harassed by these assholes who think they have quote unquote authority. Uh, you know, just because somebody was like, oh, this suspicious truck is driving around, he's testing his brakes. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, it's always somebody's always looking out the window thinking the most negative thing about someone they see out the window. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, what drugs are I, you smoking? I, I call them busybodies. No, I call them busybodies because they're, they're, they're busybodies are people that have to like be in other people's lives and shit. And it's like, yeah, that's what people are. They're busybodies. They have no, their life is so boring. They have to, <laughs> The police on somebody else that is doing something more interesting than them. You know what it is? It's jealousy. It's jealousy over someone doing something more interesting than they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. I, I never thought. I never even figured this one out till right now. It's jealousy because some the person who gets the cops called on is a more interesting person than the, than the person that calls the police on them. Right. So I get it now. Yeah. Or if it. you're like look at it this way, if you're smoking marijuana and you're experimenting with your own. Consciousness, which is we all have the right to do it, and this person 
looks at you, <laughs> this person who is like, oh, I believe in authority, and I'm going to put my thumbs in my collar because I'm a good old boy and, like, follow the rules and pay taxes. So they, see, they look at you experimenting with your own consciousness, <laughs> exercising your rights, and they say, ugh, fuck that guy. <laughs> He's being free. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, if you want to do weed or ayahuasca or whatever, it's your right. I mean, it's your body. You own it. If you want to harm yourself, I mean, they legalize smoking or whatever. But they, they, mm -hmm. in, in Canada, now you can kill yourself for any reason. So I can put stuff in my body to kill myself. The government helps you with that. Why can't I put uh, weed in my body? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's a logical fallacy. But yep. in fact, there's no logical, there's no logic in it. It's just, <laughs> or it's just to keep you confused and get you conditioned to keep following whatever constantly changing rules they have. I mean, weed is exactly. legal now in Canada. Never used to be. Prohibition was illegal for a while. Then they repealed that. And it's just constantly up and down, changing all the time. It's just confusing, mishmash of fucking contradictory shit. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so the page finally loaded. So there's a movie called Arlington Road. Uh, it came out in 1999. It's got Jeff Bridges and Tim Robbins. Have you guys ever seen it? I have not seen that, but it sounds decent cast. Oh, dude, if you... Man, there's so much I want to show you whenever we want to hang... Whenever we hang out, there's so much I want to show you. There's just not enough time. It sucks. Um, we might have to watch this because it's so good. It's, uh, I'll, the... take, I'll take an extra day off so you can show me everything. Yeah, I'll take an oh, extra yeah. day off. Yeah, we're gonna. Ha uh, we should be getting a hotel here this week. Uh, at least booking one of them. Um, well, no, actually, uh, me and Jasmine haven't decided because it'll be nice out. So I think we can just have you stay in the in the garage, and then we'll re we'll record the episode in the kitchen. But if it's okay with you, we can do it a little bit earlier in the day. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. That yeah. way, we can do it in the kitchen, and then I can actually like post a video on YouTube. <laughs> I but um or or if we just if i bust my ass and clean out the garage and make it look like not a crack then make it look a lot better <laughs> maybe we could <laughs> we could re we could always record in there but yeah so this movie called arlington road it actually talks about um there's a lot of conspiracies in this movie so there's uh it brings up uh ruby ridge the waco siege and the oklahoma city bombing which is uh um that this is what i was thinking of in um april 19th wow dude that date holy shit that is an occult date that is like the day of one of the their date their occult days of sacrifice april 19th holy shit that's actually when the uh, titanic sank too the titanic sank on uh, april 15th or something and it was fully underwater on april uh april 19th or something or 17th i can't remember but uh, yeah, so this whole movie is about the cover of the movie says "Fear Thy Neighbor," and the the whole movie he like he his neighbors move in he um. So right, at, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but right at the beginning of the movie, you see his uh his neighbor's son was like messing around with fireworks, and he he explodes his hand off. This is in like the first five minutes of the movie. So um. Jeff Bridges' character is driving home from work, and he sees his neighbor's uh, son walking in the middle of the road, and he's, like, holding his hand, and his hand's literally blown off. Um, so it's, like, it gets into this, um, the fear. And there's also a scene where, uh, like, uh, 
there's a scene where the homeowner both the homeowner and the neighbors their kids join the boy scouts i don't know if you guys know anything about the boy scouts but <laughs> they're pretty fucked up <laughs> so there's just a lot so there's like uh you know it gets into like i said ruby ridge uh which is where um the site of a siege of a cabin occupied by the weaver family in a boundary boundary county idaho in august 1920 uh, it began on August 21st when deputies of the United States Marshals came to arrest Randy Weaver because he had a warrant on him um, because he purchased a firearm and then sawed off uh, part of the barrel. So he was deemed as an enemy of the state because he sawed off a couple inches off of a shotgun barrel. So the police showed up at his house. Um, he wasn't home. But his son, his wife, and his daughter, I believe his wife was pregnant. Um, police were raiding. Police were surrounded the property for like seven days. It was a seven-day siege where um, eventually it led to the point where the police shot one, one of the, the Weaver family's dog and their son, I believe. The dog and the son both died. Um, all the police officers basically got off. And then um, just recently, I think uh, two years before the pandemic, I think in 2018, the Weaver family finally successfully sued the government. After all those years, in 2018, the family finally got justice and they, they, you know, they, got, they got a little bit of money. <laughs> That's not justice. The ones who did the killing and the, the ones who ordered the killing should all be in jail. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just money. They click a button, fiat, make as much as they want. There's no justice there. Yep, it doesn't doesn't replace a dude's fucking daughter, you know, or his wife. It's like she's it's just money controls people. It makes them do not shit. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> what's going on in Texas? There is there going to be a war there? You think? You mean with all the border stuff? Yeah, I've heard some some stuff about their defying federal government and other 25 other states are uh, supporting Texas, going to send troops or whatever, and then could be a civil war or something. Is that just all fluff? Uh, I, I believe it probably is, yeah. <laughs> There's something else to keep people in fear. Let's see. Yeah, um, another psyop, get you distracted. Oh, I see. Yeah. Top Putin ally says a destructive civil confrontation could happen in the U.S. over Texas border. Hmm. Yeah, I saw, I saw some about this. I don't. Gosh, it's so weird because. Oh, I don't even know where to begin when it comes to that. Border stuff. So they. So they... Biden's administration opened up the borders. People are allowed to come through, but it's uh, like the the videos I in Mexico, and that's kind of why people are coming over because they're just trying to they're come over to like find the cartel because the cartel like if you don't. 
even people who were on the border saying that the cartel is kidnapping their children and threatening them uh, if they didn't pay the cartel that they would lose their property and you know possibly the life of their child so then biden opened it's, it's just it's chaos it's You know, when people say without the it would be total anarchy. You need the government's protection. You need to be under the umbrella of their protection. I know, I feel like it's, it's no, we have What's that? I, know, I feel like it's more anarchy with I was gonna say I just feel like we have more anarchy with the government. Without a government, there'd be no anarchy. People would do what they wanted to do and leave each other alone. No, there would be no chaos. Anarchy just means no masters, no slaves. I mean, it is, anarchy right. just means well, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, so right. it's... Equal yeah. rights under natural law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Equal rights under natural law. That gets me rock solid. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, so I just saw the wrestling. The Royal Rumble was Saturday. All my, I'm try, I need to go watch it because all the people in South Bend are all talking about it. You know, that's, that's what I noticed is like, uh, you know, there's a quote, small minds talk about people, average minds talk about events. Um, the people that I'm surrounded in, in the media, in the town that I live in, everybody's just, it's either, oh, the UFC fight. Hey, you're going to watch the UFC fight? Hey, you're going to watch football? Hey, you're going to watch the WrestleMania? You're going to watch the Royal Rumble this weekend? No, I'm studying natural law. I'm thinking of ways how I can produce content to make people wake the fuck up and pull their head out of their assholes. That's what I'm fucking doing. Like, <laughs> I'm tuning into Mark Passio, the motherfucking preacher man, to listen to him preach the truth on a motherfucking Sunday. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, our fights, our violence. Let's, <laughs> our football. Oh, our I had to football. Watch and football is a horrible career, dude. Like, even with those helmets on, dude, those helmets are not enough. Dude, they're getting concussions out there. They're getting concussions well, you know for people's they, entertainment. They, they, make, they make millions of dollars, but they have so many aches and pains throughout the rest of their life. Yeah, that, dude. Like, they, spend, they spend a lot of that money on, like, physical therapy mm -hmm. and this and this. They do so. People are jealous about how much they're making, but they, well, the average person doesn't have the injuries that a, a weathered football player has. Like right, and God forbid if they have kids, they might have all that money, but all that money ain't gonna get you shit. Like they probably wish they had energy and they wish their body would work, so they could hang out with their child and play with their child. But you know, most of the time they have to like stay in bed or like you said, Matt, they have to go to like a physical therapist and it's it's like why would you want to be in that position even if you had all that money you know oh i don't know that's not because natural country, because, <laughs> this, because especially in this country it's all about starting from poor and getting real rich that's yep. what america is about uh, <laughs> a stupid dream a dream aspect I just think it's so funny how I can live on nothing, and I all, I buy like weed from like three people, and like I live on nothing from my shitty job, and I, I still live it up like a rich person. I don't care, dude. I just know I've been poor for so long. I know how to live it up like like a rich as a poor. Like heck yeah, I just know how, I just know how to do it. 
What's I saw a post that said um and it, like this apartment is just one drifter spot I have. I mean, I might go out west next. I'm nuts. So Oh, you can't go out west, dude. I need you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. You need to come out here. Come to the Midwest, dude. That's where people are the nicest. You're right. People I'm are so nice city. out here. I'm in an asshole city. Yeah. It's like, it well, seems like, you know, the more you get. The Chicago musicians blame you. They say it's your fault. Right. You to work with them, so it's dude, your fault. I love that. I love that you brought up the musician thing because I have a full band. So we had we had band practice for the second time today, and um, I can't tell anybody who the drummer is. Like I want to announce it, I want to scream it at the rooftops. Get in on Sarah's a full band, and we have a here's the drummer. But the, I can't say who the drummer is because if I do say who the drummer is, all these you know all these sneaky ass snakes around this town that I live in, they're gonna be like, oh, uh. Do you want to be a drummer? Do you want to be our drummer? They're going to like try to hire him because there's no drummers around here. Because people people just stare at their phones all fucking day. They just read Facebook all day. They don't they don't pick up a guitar, they don't pick up a book or they don't even write a book or write a damn poem or something. You know like this Oh gosh. I hear you, man. I I live in a rich, rich, ritzy town. That's like that, where like mm-hmm. only like one percent of the town is creative, and like everybody's just a slave. God. They're rich, and but they're a slave to their house. Still, even the rich, even my parents, they have everything paid for. That they still have so much to worry about every day. Whereas me, what if everything's if everything's paid for? If everything's paid for, what do you have to worry about? I know. What do you have to worry about? Exactly. What? <laughs> Gosh, that drives me nuts. Well, because they have the, the baby boomers have this like negative attitude about that. A lot of them have this. I've noticed it where they all they, they always think the worst possible outcome is going to happen for sure. Like, oh, dude, boomers, are. boomers love Murphy's Law. Yeah, like they love it. Do you know what Murphy's Law I'm is? What's up? Do you know what Murphy's Law? Law? That says the whatever can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> yep, exactly. What the worst that can happen, you should expect it to happen, or something like that. It's really weird. Uh, Murphy's Law is also a band that I had the opportunity to open up for in Connecticut. They're an awesome band, but uh, that's beside the point. We're talking about law here. Uh, <laughs> um, man, I yeah, I, uh. Oh, yeah. The definition of Murphy's Law, it says, a supposed law of nature expressed in various humorous popular sayings to the effect that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yep, yeah. Yeah, boomers love that shit. It's, it's, it's like a fear thing. It's another extension of their fear. Yeah, but they, they like, put it on you. They're like, something's going to go wrong if you try that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or if you, yeah, if you tell them, I want to become an actor. How are you going to become an actor? Do you think you're handsome enough to be an actor? Do you, you're going to have to memorize all those lines. You're going to have to get into Hollywood. You live in the Midwest. How are you going to become an actor? You're not even anywhere near Hollywood. You know, it's just like all these excuses and just all this, uh, you know, all this just junk. <laughs> right? Like garbage in, garbage out. And like what we said on the last episode, people just have a constant stream of, of shit. 
going into their conscious and not even into their consciousness. I'd say a lot of the shit, this poop, this trash is just going straight to their subconscious. And that's why it's like they can't pull their head out of their ass because they don't even, you know, they can't see their chains. <laughs> right. But it's like, but, but they, what they don't get is poor people have nothing to fucking lose. So it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, I mean, every time my parents have tried to tell me, like, don't go down that road, like, I'm like, I'm going to go down whatever road I want to go down, number one, but right. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, so one thing I wanted to mention earlier when we were talking about the police harassing people and people snitching on each other, you know, like, we've said this on the podcast before, it's the crabs in the barrel analogy. Um, Dennis, uh, I don't know if you listened to Matt's any of Matt's earlier episodes, but he's got an episode where uh, he was just sitting on a bench just smoking some, uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say it. <laughs> well, I guess it's legal in your state. It's still, I still have the fear in my state. I can't say what I do in my off time because I might, might have to pay a fine or something. But um, basically, so Matt was just sitting on a park bench minding his own business, and somebody, uh, did the cops, like, go up to you? Yeah. Because there was, like, there were kids playing on a trampoline or something like that. Oh, yeah. Just freaking nonsense. Yeah, so but Matt was minding his own business on a park bench, and uh, he had he was forced to leave, even though he wasn't harming anybody, not disturbing the peace in any way, just kind of sitting there enjoying what free time he did have, you know, getting off work, working with dealing with people all day, and then you get off work and you try to go smoke weed on a bench, and they call the cops on you. Or if you get off work, you try to go <laughs> fix the brakes on your truck, and they call the cops on you. I know, it's just like, I know, but I feel like there's more and more cop callers as the days go on. It's just ridiculous. Really, the people that had to do that, it was raining the night when, when they did it outside of Whole Foods. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, they, they had to come in the store. I don't even think they bought anything. They just came in the store and told on me and then went back outside or went to their car or whatever. Like, <laughs> These people are crazy. I know, but let people they're be. Not. They're nuts. Yeah, let people be. Let Whatever happens to live and let die. Die. Live and let die. Whatever happened yeah. to that? GNR. Yeah. Some wings, right? Oh, and that's some so that's a, some occult shit about the Beatles is that uh uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I have the brain capacity to go into all that. So the reason why they came up with the Beatles, it's like it was a play on, uh, um, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. It was a, oh, it was a play on Buddy Holly and the Crickets. So since but the you know Buddy Holly's name band name was Buddy Holly and the Crickets, so the Beatles were like, oh, we'll just name ourselves the Beatles. I forgot where I was going with that. I brain farted. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. It's it's been a day for sure, man. I I don't so, know. I, then, I just, I've learned to stay up a lot. Like just stay up for a long period of the day. Oh I'm yeah. Just, I'm not worried about I'm tired or oh no I'm over the I'm tired stage. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Do you work tomorrow? Yeah, but not till one thirty, so I can sleep in. It's all good. Oh, okay. You guys, we could do a longer one. I'll go grab another twisted tea if you guys are down. 
Yeah, if you want, I just gotta go get a lighter at the store real quick. <laughs> <laughs> You're really gonna do that? <laughs> well, yeah, if we're gonna keep going, I'm gonna need that, so... Right, yeah, that's the truth. I understand that. Well, I mean, I shoot, can I could be back in like five minutes. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Maybe we, maybe we should wrap it up. I don't know. Dude, we can wrap it up too. That's fine too, man. I, we're over an hour. I'm happy. So, and this one should. It's been a struggle getting these last twenty some plays to get to twelve thousand plays. But I'm oh, we gotta 14, share it. Fourteen away. I just had to put that in there. I'm fourteen plays away. So this episode should get us there. So there we go. Heck yeah. I mean, so that's cool. Twelve thousand plays. We're coming up on twelve thousand plays on Crazy Life Stories. So, 12, I mean, I know I have a lot of content. I understand that, but I'm pretty grateful to have over ten thousand. So, over ten k. So that's cool. Yeah. How about how many you're averaging uh, views on on the podcast now? Um, I mean, to be honest, every episode hmm. gets a different amount. It, I'll have to look at the numbers to look at an average, but like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like. The last one didn't get many for last Sunday was just Henry and I, but it didn't get that many. But the one before got almost thirty. So um, I don't know. I don't know what. Hmm. I, I think Dennis is a game changer. <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep this on. I, I. It's all good, but whatever. It's just I mean, I don't know. Like I don't have a, I don't have a hundred K plays, but. I mean, 12,000 is pretty decent for something I started a few years ago, so it's all good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cast all, Dennis? Um, I'm doing more, uh, my Substack pretty much. I'm more of a writer. I do Substack stuff, but what, a podcast, you know, I haven't thought of it. Okay. Like, maybe, maybe I'll. Like Substack set up to be hmm. able to do podcasts, right? So you can, you can uh, really, yeah. You know. Substack is, huh? Yeah, I really yeah. like that website. Yeah, I, I I really need to like work on it. But man, there's like there's just so many social media websites, you know, and and then like to to take all of your back catalog and upload it on a whole another website that just takes so much work <laughs> i mean man that's a, that would take an entire day just to do one website you know like if i was to go on rumble and upload all of our videos on rumble it would just it would take forever yeah that's why you should uh, have your own website where you can put them all there you don't have to do that yeah heck yeah yeah GoDaddy. GoDaddy has cheap websites oh yeah yeah. This. Uh, how is Cordal doing? Good. What's up? Oh, yeah. sorry. How? No, they're coming along. Yeah. No. Uh, nice. They're uh, the kind of platform like it's totally decentralized, right? So if censorship mm -hmm. wraps up and people are looking for alternatives, the word could spread quickly. But right now, with people being unaware and the, you can still, you know, the the big censorship hasn't hit to like domains and stuff yet. So. I mean, uh, people still think, oh, well, if it's okay, but no, it's getting worse, right? Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Um, yeah, the censorship is getting pretty. I was actually, I was watching, um, there's a, a YouTuber I've mentioned in class before. His name's Jay Dyer. He talks about, like, he talks a lot about, like, CIA and he gets into religion he gets into like he he's in orthodox 
Catholic Christian or something. Like, I don't know all his fucking idiosynchronicity fucking labels that he uses. You know, I can't keep up with that shit. But he, he usually does some really good content on on the on the history of the CIA and you know where this stuff came from. Like the books that he did, Esoteric Hollywood One and Two, that I mentioned earlier. Those books are phenomenal. I think both of them are ten out of ten. But again, like we I said earlier, he just he gets so many views on YouTube, and he does like he just he never talks about morality. He always talks about Christianity and uh, Orthodox Catholicism and. Oh, come on and debate me about Catholicism. But, you know, again, never talk about morality. Never talk about the fundamental principles that, that we need to really, like, understand and to, to pull these, uh, you know, to pull these poisoned roots out of the ground. We need to study these principles. But um, so he was, uh, he was doing a live stream on, um, I forget what it was called. It was like sexpionage, he called it. It was a, it was a video on sex pionage and he started getting into um uh what was it uh operation midnight climax and he was taking that and he started going leading that into like members of the united nations somehow so somehow he was linking those and um yeah youtube shut him down shut him down mid live stream he it was just over while i was watching it i was like what the heck wow but yeah just it's just so weird. It's like, I mean, like he doesn't even, like I said, he doesn't get to the principles. He doesn't get to the, like the core problems. He just attacks the symptoms and YouTube still shut, shut him down. You know, <laughs> like, there's just, there's too much censorship. It, like we're saying, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. And, like, and you know, are people, everyone, you know, pretty, pretty understanding of how people are. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. Stuff that sh stuff that shouldn't be offensive is offensive, and yes, that's I mean, this that's, is this is supposed to be land of the free, like George Carlin says. You know, land of the free, where you can choose to vote, you can choose your master, and uh, you know, people don't refuse. I, I don't know, they refuse to see it, like Mark said today. People are working overtime to be ignorant. You know, like I don't, I just don't understand how you could look at this censorship and and be like oh yeah everything's okay like <laughs> it's weird and most of the people out there say that they think it's okay they think it's more censorship is needed there's a lot of asshole people like that out there that's just like mm -hmm. then, um, oh the, and they'll, they'll censor something like uh you know like like what we were talking about they'll censor something like that but then there are parts of youtube where there are literally like little toddlers dancing and like they're damn near twerking like the the Netflix movie cuties that is still out like I don't think that movie should be in the public at all but you know that that stuff doesn't get censored it's it's a, it's a it's a fucking joke dude it's like <laughs> not trying to I've I'm I try not to be negative but it's it's man it's really tough I agree because what these world leader idiots are doing is making our lives harder and harder every year. And it's just, it's too nuts. Heck yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But if you stop, if you guys want to stop, that's fine. <laughs> oh, 
Oh yeah, let me just uh let me promote some so MEAC Punk Rock Night is February Friday, February second. So this Friday coming up, I gotta practice some punk rock songs. We have yeah, it's uh, February. Oh, it's okay. You'll be here in April. Oh, <laughs> April, yeah. So we have the distractions, half built homes, uh, a new band that's never played at the club before called Self Addiction. Uh, that sounds pretty. I like that. I like that band name. That sounds uh, pretty accurate. Self addiction. Yeah, that's <laughs> people, because right. Think about it. How many people are addicted to themselves, right? Oh, you know, especially front men. <laughs> they, they they love themselves so much that as soon as they see somebody smoking a joint on the bench, that they have to uh, that they, <laughs> they have to call the police and get, apply some control because that's how much they love themselves. Control. I can't believe we're guinea pigs to control our whole life. This is insane. Heck yeah. So those are the bands. I'll be opening up the night, and uh, if anybody, if you can't make it. Um, tune in to twitch.tv slash M-E-A-C. So M-E-A-C is Michiana Education and Arts Club. So uh, twitch.tv slash M-E-A-C 574. Come tune in. Yeah. Do you work that Friday, Matt? Uh, yeah, probably 130, 930. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, 930. Uh, I'll, my set will be over, but I'm sure the show will still be going on. Uh, at least, at least I was one of the only ones at Skatopia that was watching you that one time. It was so awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That made me happy. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah, man. And then um, in order to promote that, so Tuesday night I'll be playing an open mic night at, at the best coffee shop here in town called The Well. This place has the best coffee. Like they have a coffee bean guy that comes in every Monday or two. I can't remember the day. I used to work there. Uh, he comes in like every Tuesday and he gets these coffee beans, beans from like uh, from Cuba or something. His, oh, their coffee is just 10 out of 10. It's the best I've ever had. They need the, the world's best coffee sign from the Elf movie. <laughs> so I'm playing at 8 p.m. That's not going to be live streamed, but I might. Um, I'm probably going to record it just for my for my own personal use. And then we'll, I'll. If I'm not embarrassed with myself, I'll put it up. I'll throw it up on YouTube because I'm gonna be playing like I'm gonna be playing a Death Cab for Cutie song. It's a really emo song. I don't know if you know who Death Cab for Cutie is. Oh no, I like them a lot. I don't care. I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna play the song uh, "I Will Follow You Into the Dark." That's a great song. And then I'm gonna play after that. I'll play "Big Iron" by Marty Robbins, and then I'm gonna play "Ain't Dead Yet" by uh, uh, Charlie Parr. That song I sent you last week. Dude, Charlie Parr's a legend. No, but that cheap wine song and the cool—that oh, guy's a legend. Just out of that, I've only listened to a few songs, but that song is so deep, dude. Man, so yeah, and yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows who he is. Freaking drives me, drives me up the wall. Just like Dennis, man. People, somebody, people should know who Dennis is. Like he should be up there with Mark Passio. But you know, you got to build that stuff up, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love your work, man. So I don't. I guess we could wrap it up there. Uh, if you guys got yeah, anything, I was say, um, February twenty fourth, I'm doing uh, Beatles. Here comes the sun at a church in Elmhurst. So I'll be there's details online about it, but I'll be performing that piece of music for my solo in our choir every February. February, 
it's that's awesome, for, dude. Pass around another money basket, but <laughs> that's awesome. Do you smoke when you do those? Do you smoke when you sing? Oh yeah, I have to beforehand. Really? Oh, you're not because I like whenever we have band practice. Uh, uh, I I, I usually if I smoke I. Again, like with everything else, I don't take it as serious, and I just get up there and nail it. It's just, yeah. That's awesome. That's beautiful right there. I love that. But, yeah, I usually don't. My whole life, I get it. I've never been like a front man in a band, but I know what it's like to be a singer. So Heck, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I I usually don't smoke whenever we practice because I get super cotton mouth, and then I just won't. I don't want to sing. (laughs) <laughs> weird. I don't get cotton mouth anymore. I used to when I first started. Oh man, I have to huh. something like real quick. Yeah, like I get it real bad. It's uh, it's weird. No, I need it because it enhances me in, in this weird church, and I'm just blazed. It's hilarious. Heck yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's on February 24th. So anybody in the Elmhurst, Villa Park, Lombard area, you can come check the head out. Awesome. Maybe uh, well, February sucks because the cold. But maybe we'll maybe we'll come out. I don't know. I'm supposed to be getting a job here at Wendy's. Hopefully, oh, no, I, have, I, I know. I have an interview, so maybe we'll get some more money. You always need money. Freaking everything you do, you oh, I need money. Oh, I gotta stop doing stuff because I ran out of money. Like oh, oh, I know. It, 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 it's maddening, man. It's like I always know I, when I first get paid, I'm gonna go through some of my check because, like, that's just what fucking happens. And like, mm-hmm. I, but then you feel like they make you feel guilty because they gave you such a small amount. I, it's just crazy. Money. I know the fact that money controls us is just. I don't know. I like. I, we've all tried it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something else. Heck yeah, <laughs> I agree. Shoot. Yeah, you can't do anything in life without paper, that paper that just mind control paper, the religion of money, as Mark Passio says. Right. That's because, you know, the whole problem, the whole root of the problem is that people think that their rights come from a piece of paper. Right. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, think about that in the first place, that everybody, everybody thinks a piece of paper is official. Like, that's nuts. Gosh. It is nuts. Straight up. That's that's nuts. <laughs> well, and, and straight up, so many people are like, go get that money. Like, dude, that attitude in this country. Like, go get that money. Go get that money. Like, go get that money. Oh, gosh. Like, it's just fake paper, yeah. Yep. Like and Mark's, that's what people... the, Mark's on the show today, religion is you know, the biggest religion in the world is money, right? The belief in the money. Fiat money. Yes. <clears throat> Heck yeah. Religion. And how many people tuned into that show? I think I only saw like uh I mean he had a decent amount. Uh he had like five hundred people, you know, but it should be millions of people, right? Like that's why that's, that's still a small amount, even for yeah, like exactly. Yeah, for the internet, that's insane. And he yeah, another thing he said I want to mention today, he said that he said that the internet that we see is only like two percent of the internet. The rest of it is all dark web. Web, yeah, it's not in a search engine, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was really profound because, and it's true too. When you when you really understand how the internet works and uh, you know what the internet contains as a whole, it's like it's like yeah, that's spot on. 
And then it's again, just like what we mentioned earlier, full circle. It's just like the technology that they keep from us. You know, we should have anti-gravitational vehicles that do not require gas right now. And that just go off the waves of the planet. But, you know, they're keeping that technology from us and they, they, they slap a, what do they do? Slap, slap the Tesla name on an electric vehicle and charge $50,000 for it. It's, I, have a uh, cousin, I have a cousin that works for Tesla. I guess Elon Musk is like the biggest slave driver. Like, obviously not surprising, but I know somebody. <laughs> yeah, they all are, dude. Tesla office or plants or something, and they said that Elon Musk just like, yells at he has Asperger's, he just yells at people and just goes off on them. Yeah. And he gets away with it because he's got that he's got that money like Bruce says, like what the skate pope says. He's got that money. Yeah, he just he just, <laughs> added, he just added me on Facebook again. So he's, he's yeah. yep, same here. I got that too. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to the skate pope, dude. I love the skate pope. He's a real one. Yes. Hell yeah, man. He's a real one. Tim Tice, the real one. Skate Pope's a real one, dude. Uh, all the guys we lost at Skatopia, all the real ones we lost, man. RIP. Shoot. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm ready to go play some video games and, and uh, consume some THC. So, uh, all I got to say is... Uh, um, uh, damn the man, and stay golden. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> Don't let the man get you down. Damn the man. Right on. And, and if you're in the Elmhurst area, go check out Matt. Right on. Singing a great song. Here comes the sun. Yeah. In the time of year where we get no fucking sunlight. <laughs> Heck yeah! Oh, and just one more thing. Uh, here comes the sun. Like, if there's multiple ways that you can interpret that. Like, here comes the sun. Like the S O N. Right. Here comes the sun or S U. Yeah, the song is S U N, but you could look at it as S O N, and the lyrics are kind of uh, pretty much damn near the same. Uh, the song reads the same. Just, I don't know. Occult, occultism kind of teaches you stuff like that to look at words in a different way. Yeah. Bre break that shit down to its core. <laughs> nuts! It's a whole thing, but life's nuts. Yeah, life's right. nuts anyways, so whatever. Heck yeah. All right, so you're going to join us, Dennis, next week? I think the crowd loves you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be available. Awesome. All right, well, it's been fun. I'll share the hell out of this. Hopefully people pay attention. All right. <laughs> An hour and a half. We did good today. Heck yeah. All right, guys. Have a great week. I'll see you Sunday. You too. Bye. All right, sounds good. All right. Peace. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye. <laughs>